Hi, I'm Michael Pinter. Welcome to the How to Flip New York podcast, where we teach you how to start or grow a wholesaling or flipping business in New York. If you're getting any value from this podcast, please leave us a review because that helps us out greatly. So I'm posting a little while. I'm going to post now about uh, attorneys. So the reason why this post is coming now is because we just did something that if you would have talked to me about it a couple of years ago, I would have said it was amazing and it turned out to not be so great. We closed a couple of deals where there was no attorney for the seller. So let's explain. One of the major differences in New York is that the title company does not run the deal and make run the transaction and disperse the funds. An attorney does. So um, I get we, we get questions all the time saying, hey, do you have an investor friendly title company? And when someone says that to me, it tells me a few things. It tells me, number one, they've never done a deal in New York. Number two, they've been watching somebody on the internet who tells them what thing, how things should happen uh, in most of the country. In New York, when you come to an agreement, when a seller agrees on a price with you, they have to have an attorney draw up the contract. So we, so again, a year ago, if you would have asked me it closed, how to close the deal without an attorney, I would have said it's amazing um, because that makes life easier. And we had people that said, hey, we want to close a deal without an attorney. And we got them to sign an affidavit explaining that they were uh, not being represented, and that they understood what that meant. And we closed a couple of deals. So what happened was they were not fun. It was a huge pain in the ass. And I'm going to talk exactly why in a minute. But first, it's important to understand, again, it's just the way things work in New York. So I've always felt like if you close a deal with that where a seller is not represented by an attorney, you do run a risk, even if they've signed an affidavit, if they feel that they've gotten screwed over because you're then assigning the deal to somebody else, which is what happened in both these deals, they could, if they wanted to, but it's a rare thing, they could sue you and say that you took advantage of them. So um, a couple of things. First of all, you need a good attorney. It's really important that you have an attorney who understands how to assign how investors work. We use uh, some great attorneys. If you want names, we can help you with them. Um, I just spoke to a couple of guys that I really admire that do serious business um, in New York, and they say the attorney they use doesn't like to assign. I got to tell you, if your attorney says, I don't like to assign, your attorney is not, he may be good in a lot of ways, but he's not what you need because double closing in New York is expensive. It's thousands of dollars. You know, in other, in other, places it's nothing but in new york it's expensive and uh, we haven't had a problem assigning but you need an attorney who's confident enough to drop the paperwork and not have a problem and go and get there in the middle right the, the complicated part of assigning a contract is that whatever obligations you take on when you sign the contract with the seller those are the obligations or lack of obligations that you're going to have to the buyer so for example and we didn't realize this if you sign a standard contract with a seller Right, that's drawn up by his attorney that says the place is going to be broom clean and vacant, even though you know that there might be a tenant there or there might be a lot of crap there when they leave, and then you assign that contract to a buyer, you're under obligation to make sure that everything is as it says in that contract, even if you've sort of told the seller they don't have to do it. So you need an attorney that understands when you insert yourself in the middle and assign the contract exactly what should be in there and what shouldn't be. Obviously, the most important part of it is that the a standard contract in New York is not assignable. You're going to have to, uh, when you, when your attorney deals with the seller's attorney, you have to make sure that that part is crossed out and that the, that the contract is assignable. 
but you need a really good attorney. Um, so we closed these deals without an attorney. And what happened was that, I mean, our attorney does a lot of closings, right? I mean, I don't know how many they close, maybe 20 a, a week. They do a lot. Um, so there's a process involved where us as the buyer's attorney or the assignor, um, there are things that the seller's attorney is responsible for. So in these situations, uh, let's say there were title, open title issues, simple things. Let's say, it's, uh, for example, there's an old mortgage that was paid off, but it wasn't satisfied. Or in our case, we had uh, the property was owned in a life estate for the parents who were dead, but they you needed copies of the death certificate to show that they were dead. Um, or on one of them, there was a, we needed a checklist, which is a list of the checks of how the, how the funds are going to be dispersed. And because there's no attorney, those things weren't taken care of. So it fell on me. I had to deal with it. And it was a pain in the ass. And in general, things weren't explained to them because they had no representation. And it really wasn't good. And I thought if you would have told me that, again, even six months ago, you're going to be able to close some deals on attorney, I would have thought it would be great. It wasn't good. It was terrible, in fact. It was bad. They were upset at the closing because they had told me, uh, you know, six weeks ago how they wanted the checks. But because if they had an attorney, the attorney would have simply told our attorney, these are how the checks want to be dispersed. But they didn't. They showed up and it was one check and they wanted to split between it was a brother and sister selling. So these are things that you, I don't want to deal with. I guess if we had a full-time transaction coordinator, maybe they could deal with it, but we don't. So because the process works a certain way in New York, taking the seller's attorney out of the mix puts more crap onto your plate. So that's not good. Um, now we have some competitors who very often will tell the seller, well, if you use our attorney, we'll pay for it. And they sort of recommend an attorney that they use. But I know for a fact that uh, what happens in that case is that attorney that's theoretically representing the seller never meets with the seller and really has nothing to do with the seller. And I gotta believe that that is a big mess. So we've had situations where we've had sellers who did not know, did not have an attorney, and we recommended an attorney to them. We made sure, that attorney made sure, that they signed all the paperwork in front of them, they spoke to them, they understood what was going on. He represented their interests. And uh, we do that on occasion. But, but um, you know, what some of our competitors do, I think, is really a, a itching for a bruising because, because the attorney that's theoretically representing the seller, it really never met, meets the seller doesn't know what's going on, and I think it's not a great uh, plan of action. But people do it, and the people that do serious business do it. I, again, I wouldn't recommend it. Your main problem is that because there's a standard operating procedure in New York of having a, an attorney represent the seller, that when that's not the case, like I said, you're open for you're open for a lawsuit. You're open for problems. Like I, I don't I don't want to deal with these deals once we're done with them. I still don't want a seller coming back saying, you know, uh, you took advantage of me. I'd rather, ha you know, I'd rather, I'd rather pay you for an attorney, so that he's really represented, who explains things to them and, and, and takes care of them. So I don't like when sellers are not happy at the closing. Um, that does happen sometimes, no matter what you do. But uh, having an attorney makes the closing a, a, a more um, standardized process, right? Where our attorney is going to ask the seller's attorney, how do you want the checks? How do you want the funds dispersed? Um, if there's any title issues, so sort of to explain. There is a there are title companies in New York. There's a title. There needs to be title insurance on every deal, but the title company is there to basically give you a report, show you if there's any problems, right? Like the ones I gave you. Let's say an open more a mortgage that was paid off ten years ago, but doesn't, uh, but was never, never didn't have a satisfaction filed, or an open mortgage where someone has to run a, order a payoff letter, 
Um, that's something that a seller's attorney would do. Um, or any kind of title issues, like a lien that may be in their name, things like that. The title company shows it, and the seller's attorney is supposed to take care of it. So when you take the attorney out of the mix, it falls on 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 me or on you if you're doing the deal. So I don't recommend it. I guess and at a year ago, I would have said it's the greatest thing ever to close deals without an attorney. I would say now, I don't want to do them again because I don't want to deal with that. And, and I don't want to have to think in the back of my head if this guy's not happy um, because we we made a big chunk of money in the middle that 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 guy's going to come back and sue and sue me for for some of it and if there's no attorney i think he might actually have a case as crazy as it sounds even if he signs an affidavit so um i really think having the seller have an attorney is the best case if the seller doesn't have an attorney you should recommend an actual attorney who will represent them and um i think that's how it has to work in new york you know, it's it's again. It was when we when we started, we spoke about how that's a big pain in New York. It is a pain, but it is the way it is, and it's not changing in the state. And I know somebody upstate that was doing things without an attorney, getting people to sign documents saying they're not going to be represented, and how that was going to make things better. But I, I I don't know. I'm not so sure about it anymore. Certainly down where in Long Island where we are, it's not so simple. And I think uh, unless somebody comes up with a better idea, I really think I'm okay with a seller having a representation and having an attorney on, even though it slows down the whole process, even though attorneys kill deals, even though it makes the whole process of getting into contract a pain in the ass. Um, I think it's the way it has to be. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, go to howtoflipnewyork.com for more information about the various ways that I can help you. And again, if you can leave a review, uh, that would really help us out.